made it through another week in your life, which means you're that much closer to the day that you're going to die. And that's fun. Ha! Huh. Isn't that exciting? That's time you'll just never get back. You'll just never get it back. You probably won't even remember this week when you die. And that's really exciting. And this is already an uplifting episode. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, today we're brought to you by the best cleaner in the business. Here you go. It's amazing. Watch how OxyClean unleashes the power of oxygen, making... That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. OxyClean unleashes the power of oxygen to clean, you know, things, pets. You ever have a, a tough stain? Get it out. Put some oxygen on it. Get it out. We're brought to you by OxyClean. We're also brought to you by... You're not going to believe this. Hi, it's Vince with ShamWow. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. It's like a chamois, it's like a towel, it's like a sponge. A regular towel doesn't work wet. This works wet or dry. This is for the house. The We're brought to you by also by ShamWow. Now ShamWow is a towel that's actually um, smaller than a regular towel, but you wouldn't believe how much Diet Coke that thing can suck up. So we're brought to you by OxyClean, we're brought to you by ShamWow, and we're brought to you by, oh my God, you are not gonna believe this. Hi, it's Fitz with Slap Chop. You're gonna be in a great mood all day because you're gonna be slapping your troubles away. Holy shit, Slap Chop, it's the same fucking guy. Dude, Vince from ShamWow, Vince from Slap Chop, we got both of those going in. So go to Slap Chop, go to blockbuster.ca slash Ness to redeem your code, get some OxyClean, get a ShamWow, and get a Slap Chop. Now these are all products that who knows how many millions and billions of people they've helped over the world. People cleaning up stains, people chopping up onions, chopping up uh, nuts. And then even if you made a, nest, a mess chopping, you got that ShamWow to clean it up. What could be more complete? There you go. Um, that's exciting, man. Exciting to have them on board. I feel honored. Now, Billy Mays, here's a fun story. Actually, this is that was the wrong way to phrase it. Here's an interesting fact about Billy Mays from OxyClean, who I'm sure... Um, you know, 90s babies will remember. This guy was all over Telcel. What an interesting career to have, hey? Just to be the Telcel guy. And Billy Mays was a professional Telcel guy. Now, Vince, Vince was everywhere too. But Vince from Slap Chop and ShamWow, um, criminal. It turns out he was a criminal and uh, he was um, he punched hookers. But other than that, um, he did some good promos. But Billy Mays actually was the pro. The pro. He could he could sell you any product, and he died the same day as Michael Jackson. And that's why nobody – I mean, listen, if there's one day you're going to die, and that's the way we open this podcast, and that's the way we're going to continue, you don't want it to be on the same day as Michael Jackson because nobody even remembers. I mean, what are the odds of that? Any other day, any other day, the world would have cried for Billy Mays, but just happened to be the same day as MJ – Boom. Wiped from history. No one even remembers. People are probably sitting around still going, hey, where's all the OxyClean commercials? I mean, was OxyClean like Led Zeppelin? Did they just quit when Billy Mays died? I haven't even seen a commercial. Maybe they literally stopped advertising. Out of respect, they, they retired his OxyClean jersey. I haven't seen a commercial. I mean, I guess then again, it's because you sh we you know you just watch Netflix. No one should ever see a commercial ever again. No one should mind you. You know where you get hit with them all the time? YouTube's. Is there anything more annoying than when you're watching a YouTube video and just out of nowhere a commercial shows up and you can't get out? YouTube's. Who doesn't hit the skip? Why is that even a button? Just auto skip. 
There's been one commercial that I've seen actually that was really good. There's there's two that I've seen when I think about this. One that's the I th- the Old Spice men's commercials are actually funny. I like watching those. Those ones are actually pretty good. And then um, there was one back in the day with PK Subban. It was just a great commercial. The music was great. I don't remember what it was for. Which uh, yeah, shout out. What a, what a useful commercial. I don't I don't even remember the product. But I remember that was the only one that uh, I ended up watching. And uh, I actually looked for it after. That's a powerful commercial right there. Because otherwise, yeah, man, it's just like you get bombarded on uh, on YouTube. The funny ones are the entrepreneur ones. The guys are like, hey, uh, if you're not interested in making $2 million, go ahead and skip this video. And you're like, whoa, he's using reverse psychology. This must be pretty legit. Legit. Here's the thing. I'm skeptical. Of anyone who has a job with the with the word coach in it, coach in the title, that isn't sports. Sports is the only place there should be a coach. It's the only arena we need a coach. Okay? Life coach. Imagine. Imagine being imagine being and needing a life coach. Like what what are we talking about? What do you do? You go pay this person. You sit down and then they just fucking, you know, armchair quarterback your life. Come on. Right. You go and you're like, oh, I just, uh, you know, I feel tired. I feel like I could do better. And you're paying this person to go like, well, you know what you should do is you should eat healthier. And, uh, you know, just believe in yourself. If you just believe in your, listen, Sandra, here's what you got to do is believe in yourself. You know when you get on an airplane and the oxygen masks pop down and they always say, help yourself first before you put someone else's on? That's because you can't help people if you don't help yourself first. That's a metaphor for life. It's got to be that. Just hitting you with those Tony Robbins, those motivational speaker quotes. God, I love those. Put your own mask on first. I guess Tony Robbins is actually good at it, though. He's found a way... Like, when he does it, it doesn't come across corny. I don't know if you guys ever watched that I'm Not Your Guru special that he came out with a few years ago. I actually thought it was really entertaining. It was really good. It's really good. But it does make you wonder. You know, there's there's one clip where it's like they call it Tony Robbins saves a guy from committing suicide in five minutes. And he does flip the situation around and make the guy happy. But you're like, did that did that sustain? Did that last? Like, when you get home from that conference, are you just like, nah, fuck. Right back to the old me, huh? Right back to me. Even Tony. And then you're like, damn, even Tony couldn't help me, dude. That guy's like seven feet tall. He's got hands the size of a windshield. That guy couldn't help me. I wonder about that stuff. I think it's actually very positive to go to stuff like that. Just get yourself in a positive state. But we all eventually go back to our natural our neutral position. If you're a vehicle, we all sort of have a neutral position and we all end up back there. So maybe the key is to get that neutral position. Now I'm turning into a guru. All right, let's get out of this. Let's get out of this one. Now our boy, Bill Gates, big dude, big follow up here, big developments coming out every day. And now it looks like the word on the street, the scuttlebutt is that our boy, Bill, is actually in trouble with the family. He's in trouble. Who knows what he did? But the story is they actually rent. Now, Melinda rented out some island. 
Listen, we all know they're rich as shit, but that's a baller. That's a baller move. That's that's like there's levels to the wealth game, right? There's having a big house. There's having a fancy car. There's there's even like oh you've got a movie theater in your basement, which by the way when you watch House Hunt- Hunters, you can get that shit for like a hundred thousand dollars if you're in the middle of Wyoming. So funny, but there's levels to that wealth game. Then there's the next level where it's like all right you got a boat, you got a you know and then you got a yacht, you got a cabin. But the peak is to have an island. The peak is because you, that means you own part of the earth. You know who has that? Richard Branson has an island. He bought that shit when he was 18. And you know what's so funny when I think about that? I remember hearing that um, when I was 16. I remember hearing about that. I think I, I might have read his biography or part of it about how he started Virgin. Uh, he started, you know, Virgin. I can't remember what it was called in the beginning, but you know, Virgin, he owns that company. That's his company. It started off as a newspaper and, um, they would sell, uh, CDs, that type of thing, distribute CDs. And he, at 18, he bought an Island. That's how, that's how insanely successful that guy was like right out of the gate. He was killing it. And I remember when I was 16, I heard that and I was like, oh yeah, I got two more years. (laughs) Dude, I got two years. You ever do that shit where you're like, you see someone that's mega successful and you just go, well, okay, what age are they? And if it's older than you, you go like, I got time. Dude, I got time. Meanwhile, you omit everyone who's been who's younger than you. I don't got time for that. In show business, the guy that everyone always does that with is Rodney Dangerfield. Because Rodney Dangerfield didn't get big until he was like 58 or something like that. Like late, late in life. And... <laughs> Show business, everyone uses that as their crutch. That's their last bastion of like, well, I, I mean, I could be Rodney Dangerfield. Still make it at 60. So this guy, he made it 18. Just imagine that, dude. I mean, anyone that you know buying an island, that's obviously an insane thing. Imagine some 18-year-old kid running a corporation and going, do you want to come to my island? Huh? That's beyond balling. So anyway, Melinda... Now, they didn't buy the island, so they're not as cool as Richard, all right? But Melinda, oh, here's one more thing, by the way. I watched this thing with Richard Branson. He doesn't even drink. He doesn't even drink. So he's on this island. Dude, do you know how much I would drink if I was on my, if I had my own island? Well, I don't have to do anything. I'm just on my island. Here's what I would do every day. Here's what I would do. If I didn't, if I had my own island and I'm like, I'm good. I got enough cash. This is what my life would be. I would wake up. I would, um crush a Red Bull. That's how I like to wake up, have a little Red Bull. And then I would go for a run around the island. I want an island that's 10 kilometers long. I go for a run along the island. Then I would come back. Then I would have some lunch and then we'd slowly just start having a little wine. Oh, and I would podcast. I would run lunch podcast, then have some wine. That would be, that would be the life, right? Aside from stand-up comedy, this is in a COVID scenario. Otherwise, yeah, I'd be doing stand-up as well in my fantasy. So, anyway, Melinda, getting back to the story. So, they were the the rumor is they were renting uh, an island, and uh, Bill not invited. Dude, what did he do? Bill, what did you do, bro? Is anyone else? I'm dying with curiosity it kills me that we'll never know it's not going to come out oh maybe we will 
maybe it will. I mean, it's got to be obvious, right? It can't be like normally people break up because of financials, right? That's the number one thing for divorce. Apparently is like finances. I'm assuming that's not an issue for them. I mean, even if they were like, Bill, did you steal $20 million from Melinda's checking account? Melinda would even be like, oh, who gives a shit? So it can't be that. The only thing I can think he do is he cheated. That's it, right? But is Bill Gates out there slinging? You've never heard a story like that. Has he been out there slinging this whole time? It could be. I mean, the thing about these ultra-rich people is they might, they, you know, they're so rich, they might just be really good at being, being able to keep things under wraps. And he is, a, I mean, he is one of the richest dudes in the world. So who knows? Maybe he's been out there slinging this whole time. I've never thought of him like that. I don't think anyone has. And finally, maybe Melinda finally had enough of it. Or maybe she just found out. After all these years, maybe she checked his DMs, huh? Maybe after all these years, all these years, she hopped, she got into his, uh, she got into his phone. Which is like, does Microsoft still make that phone? Oh my God, what was that phone they had for a minute? Hold on, let's look this up really quick. Oh no, it's not a phone. You know what I'm thinking of is the Zune. Do you remember that shit? The Zune. That was their MP3 player that came out. I gotta be honest, it doesn't look that bad. That was the first. That was the first one I think. I remember something where you could tap, you could tap it, and then share songs with each other or something. Oh man, yeah, they tried to compete, didn't they? They tried to compete. Isn't that a funny thing to think about? Before Apple came in with the iPod and just swept the board and took everything, there was that really strange time where everyone was getting into the MP3 player game, right? Nokia had them. Samsung had some um, RCA. I remember, I had, dude, I had an RCA MP3 player, and it got stolen when I was refereeing hockey. Rest in peace. I know the fucking kid who did it, too. I dude, I know the kid who stole my MP3 player. All right, let's talk about that real quick. Let me just say because this actually helps me. I got to vent about this. I this still bugs me to this day. I think about it once every two months. I went refereeing. That was my first job when I was a kid, Ref, hockey referee. And I remember I had my RCA MP3 player with me, loaded up, loaded up to the gills. And by the gills, I mean I had 43 songs on there. Let me just, one sec, I just want to see what this thing was called, so you can look it up. All right, I found a picture of it. Oh, this is so crazy to see this. It was called, I mean, it just says MP3 Pro on it, FM Stereo Radio. That was one of the big selling features of this puppy, was you could actually tune in to the FM radio. Get out of here. I can do my music and the radio. Damn. So, <laughs> that's what I had. Listen, this is what happened. I, I remember distinctly. I had this and it was brand new for me. I mean, I only had this thing for a couple months. If that, I brought it to the rink and uh, I remember I, it was in my pant pocket in the referee room. We didn't really lock the referee dressing rooms just because when you were refereeing the next game during your game, the refs for the next game would show up. So it was just a pain in the ass to lock all that type of stuff. Meanwhile, I would, uh, that's so insane when I think about it because my wallet, everything was in there. Right. And I guess I was like 14 at that age. So, I mean, I had upwards of $35 at CIBC. They could have taken, they could have taken my whole 35 bucks. I was rolling the dice every day. No wonder this crime happened to me. So I just, I put my pants in there. I had my MP3 player. 
I distinctly remember, distinctly remember that there was some reason I had my skates on, I had my referee pants, and I had to go walk down the hallway. I don't know if it was like to pop into one of the rooms to get the score sheet or whatever. But there was this weird, weird-ass kid, dude. I can't explain this. He had like big glasses. The eyes weren't right. One of the eyes was looking up at the roof. One was looking straight ahead, like googly-eyed. But he gave me vibes in a really weird... And he was just hanging around. And he was walking towards the room. And I just... Ugh. I just remember getting a weird feeling about that kid. Something... And it was weird. He said something weird. The whole thing. It was really off-putting. And then I went on the ice, blah, blah, blah. I did the game. I come back. MP3 player. Gone. You're damn right I changed my MSN chat to where the... Is my MP3 player. First thing I did, I went back to MSN chat and I changed my my chat handle to where is my MP3 player? Because that's how furious I was. You understand? And that's how you fought crime back in the back in the 2000s, early 2000s. Is you just put that as your status on on your MSN chat and you hope the police saw it and then found the guy. I know it was that kid. That kid is sitting somewhere. He's probably still listening to it. He probably still has my MP3 player, and he's just listened to bangers that I put on there. Bangers. And what's annoying is to get those 44 songs on that MP3 player, which used up all the memory. That took me like an hour, maybe two hours, maybe three hours. By the time that I downloaded them off of LimeWire, and then somehow uploaded them to the software to transfer them, which probably took another two hours. I mean, I'm talking a half day's work to get those songs on there and then gone. No backups, no cloud computing back then. It's just gone. Gone. Stolen. So that kid, if you guys see that kid, based on the description I gave, I mean, obviously now he's probably no longer a kid, most likely. Given this was 15 years ago, I bet he's an adult. <laughs> you see him? You ask him, where's, hey, you say, where's Todd's RCA MP3 player, huh? So anyway, the Zune, Zune, that was so funny. But yeah, that was a weird landscape when everybody had an MP3 player and uh, it was tough to choose. And then Apple came in with the iPod and just destroyed everyone, just destroyed them. That was it. How funny is that? They just all went away. They all went away. I actually had a cool one by a company called Creative. That was called a Zen Vision M, which I actually was really cool. That was my favorite MP3 player. I actually liked that more than my first iPod, to be honest. I would still uh, mess with that if they made it, but yeah, Zoom. So anyway, Bill Gates, big trubs. What did he do? It has to be cheating. It has to be cheating. And here's the thing that I bet is that a guy like that, he's so mega successful, right? And he seems so, he seems very um, like kind of a quiet guy, kind of a, but there's a fire. There's a fire. There has to be to be that successful, be that big. There's got to be a fire deep inside, which means I bet he does stuff big. So I'm saying if this guy was cheating, I bet it was big cheating. Like, I don't think it was. I don't think he was just, you know, texting one chick on his Zoom. I bet you something. I bet he was like, you know, that scene in 300 where the hunchback walks into Xerxes tent and there's like chicks everywhere and he just can't even believe it. I bet it was something like that. And then the family finds out. And here's the issue. Dude, here's the problem with being that rich. You don't want to be rich enough where your family, like you give your family motive to kill you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be, you want to be rich enough that they respect you and that you can provide them a good life. 
but you don't want to be that rich where you got a target on your back and people start going like their inheritance is worth more than you being around. Creepy. So anyway, he's in trubs, dude. <laughs> he's in trouble. I would love, I, I mean, you never want to hear gossip and people's, you know, private stuff is their private stuff, but I want to know what happened. I got to know how much would that blow your mind? If you found out that Bill Gates was just balling out. For the last 30 years, when we thought he was over there, like, curing malaria or over in the lab inventing COVID, this whole time he's actually just been, you know, flying in chicks, having giant parties, yacht parties, balling. He's got the money to do it. So it also makes you wonder if it's one of those things where it's like an inside family secret that nobody wanted to share and then it was going to come out. Who knows? You never know. But there's going to be more and more developments and. Dude, it's interesting. It's interesting. This is taking a weird twist day over day. We're gonna keep our we're gonna keep our eyes on this story as it develops. And I actually, dude, you know what I'm gonna do after this? I'm gonna go into our storage and dig up my old um my old MP3 players that I have. I'm gonna see if I can turn them on. That's such a fun thing. To, I'm gonna see. I would love to see what kind of music I was loading on there. I'm I would actually love to see the old texts that I have on my old phones. Whoa, that would be weird. I wonder if they're still saved on there. Huh. I'm about to go find out. You guys should do the same thing. Go find your electronics. Fire those puppies up. And uh, you guys have an amazing weekend. You have an amazing weekend. I got a big race coming up tomorrow. I got another 5K race. Um, I'm going to try and break 18. I hit, I did 18.11 this week, which is a PR for me. But make no doubt, shaving an 11, another 11 seconds off that is going to be tricky. So fortunately, I had my traditional pre-race meal today, which is eight pizza pops baked, not microwaved, baked. Normally, I would microwave, but you got to treat yourself. And when you got time, you bake them because a baked pizza pop, this is scientifically proven, 25% better than a microwaved pizza pop. By the way, we're also brought to you by pizza pops. <laughs> and I got to go have some water because I'm getting sodium cramps from eating that many. Hope you guys have an amazing Friday. Have an amazing weekend. I might put out some bonus weekend uh, episodes. We'll see what happens. The world's our oyster. You never know what's going to happen. Pray for Bill Gates. <laughs>